Hi, welcome to Rain It In. This is Matt. And I'm Rachel. And uh, we're in New York City right now. We're actually here with uh, our second episode, and we've already got a guest. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, just a guest. Just a guest. Oh, okay, just a guest. So we've got our friend John here. Hey, hey. John. <laughs> nice to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for having us. So we're staying in John's place here in uh, the Bronx, and uh, so we're going to talk real quick today about, well, geez, two nights ago or something? It's, it's been an action-packed, full last day and a half so Rachel and I went to see Peter Brown and John on Friday night and then we ran around the city and had a good time with John on Saturday so we'll, we're going to start out first with talking about the um, Peter Brown and John and then we'll talk about New York City alright talk to you guys soon So we're going to talk you through quickly uh, Friday night and the Peter Bjorn and John show that we organized this weekend, the timing around. We obviously wanted to see John as well, but um, Thanks. normally I wouldn't travel like right the last weekend of the semester because it's incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> uh, and between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. But, you know, you got to go when the show's playing. It's uh, a Peter Bjorn and John and John weekend. Yeah, exactly. Double John's. Yeah. Um, so... One thing that I wanted to say is we've had a few cocktails in the city so far, and I think that Atlanta cocktail culture wins over New York cocktail culture. Admittedly, I have a small sample size. Yeah. But. I would at least give a run for the money. I mean, they've yeah. been good, but they've not been amazing. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that. New Yorkers, come to Atlanta and drink some drinks. Yeah. Leon's. Yeah. That's what you should do. Right. Uh, so. That was. That's my very brief wrap up of dinner on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we'll go on to actually talking right. about the show. Oh, uh, I will say so. So John asked earlier, like, why we call this "Rain It In." Yeah, "Rain It In." What's up with that? Yeah. Um, so first of all, like, I'll just because I want to ramble. Uh, I, at first, when I was setting up the podcast and I was setting up an Instagram, uh, because I I'm an idiot, I spelled it like "Rain" the um, like what the kinks do royalty thing uh, R E I G H, and I was like, wow, this is great. All these things are open. Nobody's using this. Uh, and then I realized that I don't know how to spell. So we went back. But uh, this all... Especially because you just spelled it R-E-I-G-H, um, which is definitely not how it's spelled. Anyway, I, when I, whenever I looked it up, maybe it was totally wrong anyway. It probably was. I don't. I, I can't live without spell checking it. I'm still typo all the time. But anyway, we have uh, good friends, uh, Harley and Heather from Colorado, and they used to always say, like... Uh, I'm trying not to use people's last names, but like, rain it in, last name, um, to sort of like get themselves in check when they were kind of goofing around too much. Um, and so Rachel and I kind of adopted that. And so sometimes we're, we're messing around, that'll happen. Uh, but the reason I bring it up now is we were at dinner before the show and we were trying to get into our table and they were kind of tight and close and we had coats on because it's cold here in New York. Uh, and I totally knocked over like a glass and it like clattered and Oof. it was like, rain it in. <laughs> so um, that's... So we had our first technical difficulties there. Um, I accidentally must have hit stop. I think it was probably a user error. So we unfortunately lost some of John talking about our Airbnb and uh, Peter Brown and John a little bit. So we were just going to cut in. We're actually at the airport. We're uh, mixed up in time. Uh, we're going to wrap up, not the episode, but the PB&J discussion. Yep. Yeah. So apologies for the... Uh different kind of background noise that we've got. I think everyone is basically delayed in this airport because of fog, so yeah. 
we actually just got on an earlier flight that was quite delayed, so we're leaving earlier than we were supposed to, which is great. We already have the opposite problem of everyone here, but yeah. it is loud. Yeah. So, Peter, Bjorn, and John, though, a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, the venue, we were at Rough Trade in New York City, and it was really small. Uh, probably the smallest place we've seen them. Yeah. Although, every time... Every time we've seen them, it's been pretty small clubs. Uh, and so, yeah, it was an enjoyable show. We had some uh, a weird Swedish lady next to us in her um, date who was really excited about being on a date with a Swedish woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, did a lot of making out. They did. Was That was during the show, right? He was embracing the Euro, um, Euro make-out yeah. uh, ethic, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, the Peter Bjorn Jump seems to be like... Uh, a big band that nobody goes sees. They play a bunch of festivals and stuff. I'm sure they get people, but they don't come to the states very often. So I think that kind of makes it hard to get a following. <coughs> Whoa, excuse me. Uh, still, I'm definitely on the much much better end of this cold, but but wrapping it up. Uh, but yeah, we've always seen them in smaller places. But they're so much fun when we go. I mean, this is why we drove from Ohio to Chicago. We drove from Atlanta to Nashville. We flew from Atlanta to New York City uh, to also see our friend John. But but like the good impetus was was Peter Bjorn and John, so um, yeah, yes. there's a lot of fun. I don't know why we like them so much. Oh, yeah, because they put on a fun live show. Yeah, it's kind of a good excuse to do something a little special too. I think um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. At this point now, it's a tradition. Um, so I mean, they played some new songs. They played some songs off of their last few albums obviously just sort of like any show that you go to yeah uh the opener was a solo woman her name was uh georgie k k a y uh she was from australia um and so she had a lot of like kind of synth stuff uh we posted um information about both her and peter Brion and john on the instagram and I have some videos of the show, but I am not going to post those on Instagram because I don't know that they would appreciate having them posted publicly. But you can yeah. obviously just YouTube the crap out of Peter Bjorn and John if you are curious to hear yeah. their music. And so we had a little bit of PB&J as the transition between the intro and the last little short piece. And then we close this one up before the next section. We'll have a little uh, snippet from uh, George K from there, who was also, I suppose, in six episodes uh um, top of the lake. Top of the lake. So she was. Austra she's Australian. That was. She still exists. I hope. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, it was, two days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun show though, and I danced too much, and we were worn out yesterday. It was a nice long day yesterday, but but uh, today was a nice recovery day. So yeah, I, I walked like uh, thirty six thousand steps over the course of two days, so I was very tired by the time last night came around, which you will hear about more uh, in the next section. Yeah. <laughs> Since I am psychically aware of what I said in the next few minutes. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, everybody. Or actually, no, don't go. Stay, stay with us. We'll be here more in the next section. Yeah. in New York City yeah um, which was a busy day uh, but 
John very kindly came and picked us up yeah. from Brooklyn and then brought us back to the Bronx so we could drop off our stuff yeah. so we didn't have to worry about someone stealing it from the car. Right. I or, heard you had an interesting Airbnb. Oh, yeah. We did. Um, they gave us locks for, mor- mm-hmm. for breakfast the second morning, uh, which I said that I was cool with, but then I decided I really don't like locks that much. <laughs> But it's always good to try things again, just yeah. in case you decide you like them after not liking them for mm-hmm. most of your life. Uh, I decided I still don't like it yeah. very much. I got extra then. <laughs> Passed my bagel off to Matt. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit last time too. Um, but they had some original erotic art, which I don't know if we mentioned that in the thing or not. It was all pretty tame. Uh, it was the, a selling point though on the um, advertisement for the Airbnb. Just because it seemed curious and quirky you got to play up whatever makes you different right right yeah the the host uh, the the husband host uh is an artist by the name of uh self-indulgence mm-hmm. yeah so he goes by that he's like a former graffiti artist it seems does a bunch of like collage and interesting stuff and mm-hmm. uh it sometimes involves slightly bondagey sort of things but usually like layered under other stuff so it, 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 i was not uncomfortable right yeah there was also a really great naked deer. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That, um, we'll that try to post favorite. a picture of that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so John picked us up, and then we had a, a, a good full day of stuff planned. We uh, took the train from the Bronx into Manhattan. We went to the Met. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, obviously, the Met's the Met, right? But what's I the... found it entirely overwhelming uh, <laughs> in a way that was unexpected. Because I've not, I mean, it's. I've been to big museums before. Like, that's the thing. I've been to very large museums. But I don't know. I think it was because I was incapable of reading the map and just continually lost. Yeah, the map was a point of contention. Yeah, yeah it was really crowded, too. So that plus the uh, map is difficult. You know, we were looking for the American Wing just because, you know, we decided we would have lunch in the American Wing Cafe. It looked great. Uh, but uh, harder to find than you would think, even with three people looking intently at maps. Yeah. Well, there was a couple of wings that were closed or like yes, passageways. Like we went to the right place, I think, and then it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then like you pointed out, like what, I, I, like I know what a mezzanine is, but what, how the hell did that work? They, it kind of had four floors somehow and it was all on one, on just two pages of the map. Yeah, there should yeah. be a different map grid for every level. Like the mezzanine, mezzanine was sort of on the same level as the ground floor on the map, but not in real life. Yeah. yeah it was confusing. Know. So, uh-huh. I was, I was overwhelmed yeah. by by the place. Rachel might get a little bit hangry sometimes, and she was at sort of like breaking point when we finally, uh, also the title of a Peter Brown and John album, uh, of uh, a breaking point when we finally got lunch. So we, we, we settled down, right? We checked out some armory, uh, arms and armor stuff. Sure. Cute bears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cute the bears. cute bears. Yeah, yeah. They were very cute bear butts. Uh, well, then the bears were cute. I wanted to boop them, but yeah. you can't boop art. No, well, until we see Laszlo. Should be a museum just of boopable things. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could start that. For boops. The, museum uh, of boop. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys think? What was the most interesting thing you saw there? What do you think, John? Hmm. I'll ask as you take a, a sip of water. Sure, sure. Uh, the really intricate, like, clockwork musical automata thing. Mm-hmm. It was like a, mu- like a music box, but like with dancing figures from the Commedia dell'arte and like all sorts of different music the box could play uh, that might have been the coolest uh, precursor to our robot overlords making music for us yeah yeah I, I dragged them into a, like a history of musical instruments not really dragged it wasn't a hard sell um, section because Rachel and I had seen one at another museum a couple years back and 
Um, this was a little more standard. There weren't quite as many like weirdo things, but there was like those horns that were pretty cool that had the, they were like double coronets and double something like saxophone. It was like a saxophone and a coronet in one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just kind of wish I could hear what they sounded like. Yeah. yeah, it would be nice if there were audio recordings. I mean, I wonder how many of them are even really playable if they are quite old. Uh, yeah. How much you want to really try to play it. Although there was a recording of the oldest piano. Oh, was there a recording? Because it does have the oldest piano there, mm-hmm. which was pretty fun. Oldest piano is still in existence. Uh, I assume there was probably some before that one existed, but they, you know, then were thrown out windows in cartoons. Yeah. And <laughs> they just didn't last. Yep. Yeah. 297 years old? Was that what it was? Yep. Wow. Yeah, indeed. It looked pretty piano-y, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was pretty solid. Had wooden keys instead of ivory keys, mm-hmm. right? Um, what do they make them out of now? Plastic? Well, I mean cheap ones, but they're supposed to be ivory, right? Isn't that the whole... Well, yeah, but right, you can't... You can't murder elephants for no, the yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, good point. So, yeah, good point. Uh, um, yeah. Questions ebony, for right. later. Uh, ivory and ebony, right? Is that what yeah. kind of keys are? So, yeah. like, maybe the black keys were always wood. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I don't okay. think they're made out of public that, uh, that all uh, distracted <laughs> well, us here. Yeah, yeah. The main point. Um, oh, yeah, we sorry. went into the modern modern section. Uh, it was too much Picasso. Yeah, there's a lot of Picasso always. Um, I mean, I should have planned ahead a little bit more and actually figured out a way to do a from a mixed up files of Miss Basil E. Oh, yeah. Frank Weiler tour of the Met because that would be fun. Uh, and I just reread that book a year ago because I was thinking about writing something on it. And so, you know. Um, one of the things that I liked was seeing all the bedrooms and all the like furniture because that is where they sleep in from the mix-up files. Uh, so yeah, I've never read it. Have you read it? No, it sounds good. Yeah, I only yeah. know about it through Rachel. Well, anyway, two kids, brother and sister, run away to the museum and live there for eh, a period of time while they're also trying to figure out who was the artist behind this statue that has recently shown up in the museum. Was he just like standing behind the statue? Who? Oh, ah. oh, got it. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yep. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, shows up all over the place. There's references to it in Wes Anderson films, and uh, mm. people are really sort of entra- enchanted by this idea of running away to the museum. And of course, you could probably get away with a lot in a museum that big. Mm-hmm. All the all the things. So we also got to asked for someone asked if I could take their photo um, in front of the Met. And it started an interesting discussion about, like, like not only, like, you know, it being helpful to fellow humans, but, but, like, what are your obligations to do that, right? Like, if you really just don't want to do that or you don't feel comfortable with your photo- photography skills, like, should you really have to do that? I don't know. Yeah. I think since I've been a New Yorker, like, I've been gravitating towards, no, like, why, what, what possible obligation could I have to my fellow man? <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think it's fine to say no. It's nice to say yes, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. It shouldn't be the expectation that you say yes. Right. And of course, I tried to take the picture down, like, with a coffee truck behind it. And they were like, um, we kind of wanted the Met in the background. And I was like, well, oh, of it's course. the way they were facing. I know, yeah. So I cut you off, sorry. No, oh, no, that's fine. Uh, I'm always just afraid I'm going to drop their camera and mm. destroy it. But then that's their fault for giving it to me in the first place. That's so, on them. You know. Uh, so the Met was overwhelming, but interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you go, you can buy yourself a drink ticket when you buy yeah. your tickets that are $5, and that saved us about $9 on two beers. So I would recommend that if you feel as though you 
might get a drink at some point while you're there. Yeah. So um, there's my there's my tip. Yeah, and then mussels, right? Yeah. Yep. Then we ate mussels at a place mm-hmm. called Flex Mussels. It was a pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a delicious pun. I, I actually think John's was the best. Okay. Yeah. I didn't try John's. Uh, I had the main mussels, which were lobster and bacon and mussels, and then like chowder ingredients like potatoes, Ooh, creaminess. Potato. Yeah. It, for the rainy day, it was just like it was oh, yeah. so warm and like comforting tasting. Yeah. They bring you the big metal pot of mussels right to the table. And plenty of bread, and they brought us bread back whenever we needed it, mm-hmm. and that's always the downside of mussels when you get them in restaurants is there's not enough bread, and then you have to ask, and then it takes a while. Anyway, None they had their, they had their muscles down. Yeah, yeah. Flex muscles, plenty of bread. The, uh, I was also really impressed with the, the, the guy that came to clear the table, that he had like three big pots, because they come in big pots, and then each of the pots has like a lid. Well, I guess we only had one lid left where you put your shells, and we had other utensils and plates and he just had this giant pile of dishes and just like do 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 right out I'm, I'm like at, at some point you're going to have to make two trips guy give it up he's, <laughs> he's, he just kept piling and uh, he did it it was pretty magical yeah uh, and then the big the big thing right um, is that uh, John made us realize that we were also being idiots we were making plans to come to New York and didn't make plans to see a, a show or well, a, a play, play right live theater yeah so uh, John got his tickets for uh, the play that goes wrong mm-hmm. at uh, the Lyceum. The Lyceum. Lyceum, yeah. Which I guess is where Cats was. Supposedly the oldest uh, continually operating theater in New York City. It was pretty small, well, but it was on fun. Broadway. Or on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the play was awesome. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was yeah, just what it was I really needed. really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. British farce. Uh, well, the play goes wrong. That's how I yeah. sum it up for you. Yep. There's lots of various kinds of comedy. Uh, I mean, physical comedy, and then obviously jokes and yeah. disasters of various sorts. Yeah. The conceit is it's a murder mystery, uh, and so it's the uh, inspector interviewing the various people in Haversham Manor where the murder has been committed, uh, but then various failures of the set, props, costumes, and people's minds happen. Yeah, yeah right, because it's a, it's a community theater... Troop putting on the play of the murder mystery, which that, is then inside the actual play right. of the thing. Uh, I also like because I always like kind of things that are a little bit um, outside the box or like just kind of push, make you start thinking about it. But the performance actually started before the performance started. That um, we just had a good angle that the the director of that was in air quotes uh, of the play inside the play was walking around like talking to the to the sound guy um, that was in the balcony and he was like introducing himself to people in the in the crowd um, so he was like already on right and there were things happening there were people setting up stuff on the stage and that was I'd say a good 15 minutes before yeah yeah mm-hmm. which is um, great it beats you know staring at the blank curtain while you're finding your seat and right. yeah trying to resist buying $27 wine. Yeah. Twenty-seven dollar wine. I, I mean, know. it was it was two glasses of wine as he tried to convince us, but uh, that's still a little pricey. Yeah, it were very big glasses of wine, I'm sure, because yeah. I could see what was he holding in his hand. It was like the size of a coke. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. A coke worth of wine is like half a bottle. All right. Um, Nevertheless. Yeah, but so but it's closing soon. It'll probably tour. I'm guessing. 
uh, and it's been running for a long time, right? Didn't you, one of you guys said it's the longest running? Yes, it was be advertised as the current longest running play on Broadway. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is crazy. So it's closing on January 6th. So if you happen to be in New York over the holiday season and want to laugh at things yeah. uh, in a nice theater, that's yeah a good option for you. Uh, and part of the reason we decided to go is because our, our niece um, does theater tech in high school and she was part of a performance that she explained to us that because I have no memory at all, I didn't remember what it was called. Um, and anyway, I thought it was this, but John reminded us that the actual play is... It's Noises Off by Michael Frayn. I was in it in high school. It's a good high school play. It's uh, because the more things go wrong because you're amateurs and incompetent and that sort of thing, uh, the funnier it is. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Do you think it was designed around being... That type of thing, or was it more no. like what we saw last night? I'm oh, I not see. Sure what Where it's uh, well, so was it intended to have highly skilled performers accurately do things wrong and improv a little bit, or was it designed around amateur actors being able to be successful? Oh no, I think it was designed around highly trained actors doing stuff. But uh, once once you have the audience going, that you know the joke is that the uh, haha things keep going wrong, um, even if you. Even, it almost adds another layer to the humor. So if you're supposed to like knock a bottle off something and it hits somebody in the head uh, and then they miraculously catch it and instead they almost catch it but they glances off their hand and it falls to the ground, audience think that's even funnier because they yeah. sort of get the joke. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Skill flexible. Yeah. The one last night though, there were, there were a couple scenes that were like just over the top. They were trying to drag a woman through a window not without giving too much in a in a rather unceremonious and not very gentle yeah or successful <laughs> um i don't know there were some other good ones it was like just some good physical comedy there was some good turns of phrase mm -hmm. the set and props were amazingly handled mm -hmm. yeah. yeah definitely yeah um what what did anybody have any without giving too many spoilers i suppose too any favorite spots or I liked that um, the alcohol that they kept coming back to um, because uh, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. The longer the gags ran, the the more instances of them that were different, the better I liked it. So mm -hmm. some gags kept happening over and over the same way, but like yeah. if, if they kept building on a gag, uh, then I liked it, and mm -hmm. I thought the alcohol worked worked that way. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, the problems with the the elevator, the offstage elevator, uh, are another good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then what? We took the took the train back, and just utterly passed out. I I was so tired. Yeah, yeah. We were intending to record this last night when we got back, and that just wasn't happening. I yeah. was not really capable of speaking. I live far in the North Bronx. My New York friends say, "Can you see ice flows <laughs> out your window and polar bears uh, when they find out how far north in the Bronx I live?" Yeah, it's basically Albany. But it's uh, it's 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 pleasant up here though. I, oh, it's I nice, can see yes. definitely want, preferring to live up here. Sure, I like um, it. Yeah. Well, and plus it's close to work, right? Yeah. So that, that helps. Well, but I mean, you could still scooch into the city in like, you know, forty-five minutes oh, or yeah. an hour it's on the train. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So, I would probably prefer to not live right in the middle of things in New York. Although I, it's the opposite in Atlanta, but that's because Atlanta has no public transit. Yeah. Right, anything outside. So, but we should probably wrap up, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're a bit over that. We're trying to keep around 20-ish, 25 minutes. Um, but we're wrapping up our trip here as well. So thanks again, John, mm -hmm. for having us. Thank you guys for coming. I'm so glad I got to see you. And thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, yeah. And we, we played some awesome uh, escape room sort of 
board game, for lack of a better term, uh, which is a ton of fun. We were taking one home with us as well, so looking forward to that. We'll mm-hmm. play it with, uh, with Brian and Sarah, hopefully. And now we've named off, dropped all of our friends. We don't have any other friends besides those people. No. So, sorry. Um, you've heard about all of them now. We should play bingo with uh, which of our friends will never listen to this, which is fine. And then we can talk about them all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, wrapping up. Yeah, I so, got nothing else. You know, we'll give you a couple little um, episodes from Colorado, which is our next trip, I imagine. Uh, but other than that, you have a bit of a hiatus from us. So thanks for listening to us talk about New York. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks again, John. Thank you. You can check us out at anchor.fm slash reinitin. That's spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N. All one word, no spaces. And you can leave us a message there. You can also follow us at Instagram at reinitin underscore podcast or email us at reinitin at ssdpress.org also spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N at S-S-D-P-R-E-S-S dot org. Thanks again to all of our friends and family for all the support and for putting up with us. Have a great day.